Welcome to the 14th episode of Conscious Awakening. Today we have Miss Michelle Mariano Hi. and she's the co-founder of Prism Sacred Smudging Collection. Yes. And uh, the other co-founder, Ken Lau, yes. that's his last name. My partner, Ken Lau. Yes, yes. His par er, her partner, sorry, her partner, Ken Lau. Um, he, I mean, he could be here today, but <laughs> but I only have a setup for two mics. So. He's, he, he's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. Yes. So shout out to Ken. Yes. <laughs> um, I love you. Aw, <laughs> cute. <laughs> so I met Michelle couple of weeks ago yeah um, maybe even a month but yeah come well, on yeah ago. a month I don't know time time what is time right <laughs> um so I met her at the Tealit um like CES yeah party. the app oh, party yeah, yeah well, well that was a month ago because CES was in January mm -hmm. and yeah I was there supporting Colleen and Eric yes uh, who have already been guests on my episodes so I now know she's, I was now next, she's next. now she's next and yeah she she um I don't know we just chatted for a bit and and I I just definitely wanted her to be on my episode. Thank and, you. I'm and, honored. I'm really excited. Yeah, and Eric, it's a good thing Eric gave me that little reminder. You'd be like, oh my God, you should have Michelle on your podcast. I was like, yes, I've been meeting a hitter up. So yes, I'm thanks, really Eric. glad it worked out. Yes, Yay. thank you. And it's beautiful outside. Today we are at Gardens Park yes, on the west side of Las Vegas. Um, there's actually a farmer's market going on right now. It's a Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Their produce yeah. is really good. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm actually going to go at later I was, I was thinking of doing that yeah, too when we get finished I just started the celery cleanse so oh, girl that's yeah, awesome me. yeah I, I'm on day four so so far so good feeling good <laughs> yeah I'm awesome. feeling great that's exciting yeah so okay so going back to topic uh, I wanted to talk to her about smudging because I just I mean I do it but I don't really know much about it well that's great <laughs> I would love to talk about it yeah. I could talk about it all day every day so um, I think the main thing that I like to tell people, and that I say this all the time, is I personally believe that there's no one right or wrong way to implement smudging or kind of any of this energy work practice mm -hmm. healing stuff that Wait, we do. Back up. So what exactly is smudging? So smudging is the ceremonial act of burning dried herbs, most popularly sage. Mm -hmm. So there's metaphysical benefits. So the main purpose is to clear negative energies, but there's actually scientific benefits as well. Yes. In scientific studies, um, burning sage and smudging is proven to eliminate up to 94% of airborne bacteria in a closed space. Oh for a wow. period of up to 24 hours. So wow. in addition to like cleansing our vibes, it actually does cleanse your air and there's aromatherapy benefits as well. And something really interesting about um, smoke-based remedies actually have the fastest absorption by the brain. So it's a really oh. good way to get it into your body and into your system. Um, the aromatherapy benefits can um, are elevated mood, calmness, and enhanced focus. Wow. Yeah. See, I love that you brought in the scientific aspect of it. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, there's... Yeah, this focus, this podcast is focused on like spirituality, but I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, spirits on one side, science is on the other side. Exactly. There yeah. really is a very interesting um, place where they meet. And I think that that's something really cool about this kind of stuff is because, again, I really don't believe that there's one right or wrong way. Yeah. And I think that there can be something in it for everyone. And we actually have, um, maybe in a little bit, I can show you kind of what's in one of our collections. But mm -hmm. in our pamphlet, and when I talk to people, we always say that it's, it's for everyone and there's no one right or wrong way. So if you want to use it for 
smudging to get rid of negative energies, you can do that. Cleansing your crystals, you can do that. For mm -hmm. clearing, cleaning your air, you can do that. Aromatherapy yeah. benefits, or if it's just something you want to have out for decoration, like you can do that too. Whatever way that it resonates with you, I believe is the right way because yeah. um, a lot of times, say you go, you don't know what smudging is, so most people will go to like Google or YouTube and you might look up a video and there are some things out there that are extremely specific, like hold the smudge bundle in this hand and start in the whatever southwest corner of your room and face this way and move your arm yeah, this way. Yeah, I've read those. <laughs> absolutely, and so I, I'm not, nothing against those. I feel like if that's a practice that resonates with you, then absolutely do that. But mm -hmm. I don't think that everyone has to do it that way every time. And also, um, on an individual level, if you feel a certain way about smudging and you want to make your ritual or practice some um, a certain way one day and then do it differently the next day, I feel like that's fine too. It can really change depending on how you're feeling. Like So around the full moon, I usually personally make like a big deal about using smudging oh. to cleanse my crystals because mm -hmm. if you're into crystals, it's believed that they can absorb and emit energies. And so mm -hmm. if we keep them cleared, then it helps them connect with us and continue to do their yeah. best work and the full moon is a really powerful time to charge them so a lot of the times on the full moon I'll get my crystals out and I'll smudge them with sage and then I'll have like music on and do this whole ritual but then there are times when the house is just stale and I need to like vacuum yeah. and clean and I'll open the windows and do a quick smudge and that's it yeah so it yeah. really just depends on what you want to get out of it. It can be something that's quick and like an air freshener, you know, or it can yeah. be something that's a really deep meditative self-care experience. Mm -hmm. I love how you said air freshener because I just love the smell of Palo Santo. Me oh, personally. Yes. Me too. I have so I just Palo use it to, Santo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's funny because the other day when we went hiking, I had just like cleaned the inside of my car so it kind of smelled a little chemically. Mm. <laughs> and so I just took the Palo Santo and That's it was like great. Related. Palo Santo is one of the best natural air fresheners. And with smudging too, something cool about it is that it also can be a natural insect repellent. Oh, so that's I like, I'm vegan. And if you're someone that's into, you know, compassion and taking care of like all little creatures and yeah. buggies. And I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean we want them biting us, you know, or in yeah. our face. So it can be a natural way to kind of entice like, the pests and move away. Yeah, exactly. And too, like just going back to air freshener, like I'm someone personally who I'm very sensitive to artificial fragrances and mm -hmm. chemicals, but you still want like air freshener. So this is a really nice natural way. Yeah to put a nice scent in your space. Mm -hmm. I always keep a Palo Santo in my car. and I, yeah. That's kind of like my my ritual every morning before mm -hmm. I head off somewhere. I just do a little Palo Santo when I'm sitting in the driver's seat. I and, love yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah, it's just a quick, simple way yes. how I do it. Yes. But uh, what are, so other than Sage and Palo Santo, is there any like more popular smudging well if it's herbs. okay with you I can actually pull out like one of the collections oh that yeah we no have, please oh and my then gosh. I can go through kind of what's in there because there's a few different elements that maybe we can talk a little bit about and that might answer some of your questions yeah and if no. you have more questions you can let me know so we offer a variety of um, offerings um, in our mm -hmm. shop and we have the deluxe smudging collection which I'll show you and then a mini collection and plus we also have gorgeous crystal jewelry that Ken mm -hmm. makes he made me my ring oh, I was gonna say lapis so yeah beautiful and just a variety of healing crystals too. So the deluxe collections are what we believe is all the essentials that, so our mission statement is providing all the essentials for creating beautiful, unique, and deeply healing sacred smudging experiences in mm -hmm. the most compassionate and environmentally friendly way possible. Mm, so we amazing. believe, thank you, so we believe that the deluxe collection embodies that and that mm -hmm. it has everything in there that you would need, whether you're a first timer or you're someone that uses smudging on a regular basis, everything that you would need in there. Mm -hmm. So this is our As the sun comes deluxe out. collection. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So this is our deluxe collection. 
And so our, our it's huge. Thing, yeah, thank you. The logo actually, I don't know if you can like see this on, I on your camera, it. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this was actually um, channeled during meditation. Our oh, logo. Yeah. Beautiful. So there's a little something to the logo. So the um, I've always seen um, like Reiki energy, healing energy as rainbows. Like when mm. I meditate or have sessions, oh. and you know each of our chakras are a different color. Yeah. So the rainbow represents the energies of like universal energies and all mm. the chakras, and then the black and white is like yin and yang energies. Oh yeah. Coming together um, in conjunction with crystal healing, and then like a prism of like healing white light coming Ooh. through that. And the hummingbird is actually a messenger of like spirits and really and I didn't know that yeah so if you google Whoa. hummingbird spirit medicine and then there's like three sparkles on there three is a really sacred number mm -hmm. and then sun and moon and a mandala so I love hearing like the story behind logos and yeah just stories just something visual so I feel really excited because when I um, was meditating the, the um, image actually just came just in meditation up. and so I just finished meditating and got and on my phone it. and yeah <laughs> or do, do, doodled it I, I actually I used um, Canva it's a really cool Canva. app I keep hearing about that it's cool and it had mm -hmm. all the elements so anyway side story Fun yes fact. <laughs> so this is our deluxe collection so um, there's a really detailed pamphlet in here so I always love to talk to everyone about smudging but we send mm -hmm. this away because it is a lot of information so there's like a little story on the front kind of a letter from us and then this is like every single thing that's in the kit and I'll talk to you about what's in there but this goes over the details of the fan the bundle um, what's the Palo Santo selenite the spray like how mm. to smudge the basics of how to smudge and also about balancing energies which I'm yeah. really excited to talk about so what we have in our fan, like the most popularly known element for smudging is our smudge bundles. And so we make these ourselves. Mm -hmm. Ken and I wrap them. So it's Aww. green sage, um, rosemary, because you were asking oh. what's something oh, else hey, popular. That's me. I know. <laughs> it was so funny because when I met you and we were, ta we were talking about you afterward, Ken mm -hmm. and I, and I was like, her name is rosemary. It's so perfect. We need to talk about smudging. <laughs> and it's actually one of my favorite things to smudge as well. Like the combination we created mm. was for the aroma because I don't know if you've ever smudged with rosemary, but it has a really distinctive strong sweet smell. I have the essential oil so I don't know if it's too different from the actual oil. Well, try it out yeah. and see. Cool. So we do it's green sage rosemary and then it's adorned with karma orchids um, and we use green sage intentionally so there's a lot of different varieties of sage that mm -hmm. you can use for smudging. White is probably the most popularly used um, but you can use any different variety. There's green, black, purple. Um, Whoa. Yeah purple. there's a oh, lot okay. of the leaves are really beautiful and you can smudge with any different type a lot of it is um, wild crafted which means like you go out in nature and find it yourself people mm -hmm. grow their own sage mm -hmm. um, we chose green in accordance with sustainability because as smudging becomes more popularized um, white sage isn't technically endangered but it is becoming more scarce and uh, it also doesn't grow wild in Nevada very well um, right now we're living in an apartment so the dream in the future is to have our own garden so we can uh, grow our own white sage and mm -hmm. harvest it ourselves but right now we have access to wholesale green sage and so we felt that in a with sustainability that would be That's the best choice for us right now and mm -hmm. I actually personally prefer the smell of green, green sage, sage myself oh. yeah and they're all great we use white at home too sometimes but mm -hmm. green I really like the aroma of it and I think in conjunction with the rosemary to me it's just perfect mm. so um, the green sage is in ancient times or medieval times I should say it was called salvia salvatrix which means sage the savior because it's believed to have such abundant medicinal benefits even since back then mm -hmm. um, and it's most popularly used for clear cleansing the negative energies 
Rosemary is considered the herb of remembrance because it's thought to strengthen our focus and memory. That's weird. Well, no, because when my friend gave me the Ram Dass book, she just wrote remember. Ah, and I was like, what the heck? That is so it's cool, just like, that connection. Yeah, that connection. Now i got to just look into it more. i got to yes, meditate more. Absolutely. Continue. No, with that's cool. There's always time to stop for synchronicities. It's so amazing the way that things come together, mm -hmm. and I love hearing it. Mm -hmm. So cool. So yeah, stone of or stone of remembrance, <laughs> the herb of remembrance. I'm always crystals too yeah, in my yeah. mind. So oh no, no, me too. The herb of remembrance. So it's thought to strengthen our memory, and it's also good for warding off nightmares and promoting peaceful sleep. Mm. And karma orchid. Orchid is my favorite flower, and karma orchids represent love, strength, and beauty. So Aww. we thought that was a really beautiful combination to put into our smudging bundles. Mm -hmm. So we have that and then you talked a little bit about Palo Santo and these come bundled together but I'm going to take this apart so we can talk about it. Cool. And selenite's my favorite crystal. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Good crystals. We'll get into crystals. So yes. this is Palo Santo and I know you said you love the smell mm -hmm. of it. So Palo Santo mm -hmm. uh, means holy wood. It's one mm -hmm. of the most fragrant types of wood on the planet. It has hints of citrus, pine, and peppermint. Um, and something really cool about it and something that we like is that um, in conjunction with compassion. It's actually harvested only from fallen trees. It's actually illegal to harvest live Palo oh, Santo trees. I didn't know that. So the resin in the wood is what gives it that strong aroma and mm. that aroma is cultivated after the tree has fallen. So it's a period of I, I think um, at least three years that the fallen tree has to sit for the resin to culminate and create that oh, aroma and wow. then it's harvested for Palo Santo. And the resin is rich in D-limonene which is actually known to proven to help fight cancer. Oh wow. There's a lot of really cool aromatherapy benefits to Palo Santo as well. So wow. that's one of my favorite things to burn. Um, and then we have selenite, selenite wand that comes in every collection. So you said that yeah. that's your favorite. My favorite. Selenite <laughs> is one of the highest vibrational stones. It opens our mm. crown chakra, which allows universal energy or source energy or God energy or however that resonates with each person individually. It allows that energy um, from outside of us to flow in through our crown mm -hmm. and to come through the rest of our chakras and to clear and balance our chakras and help to block out negative energies mm. or help them flow out. I mean, it's also considered like an energetic shield so you can actually run it over your aura like an energetic comb where it actually repels negative energies so a stone like um Black tourmaline is a stone that connects with our root chakra and it's a grounding stone, but it absorbs and transmutes negative energies. And so selenite oh, does the opposite. Repels. repels. Oh, wow. And it's one of the only stones that never needs to be cleansed or charged. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about that you can use smudging to actually cleanse your stones. There's definitely no harm in smudging a selenite, but it never needs to be cleansed or charged. It's such yeah. a high vibration that it always maintains that. Mm -hmm. And actually keeping other crystals or objects near it can amplify their energies as well. So that's part of the reason that we include it in the collection because we Yay. believe that it amplifies all the energies in the collection and you can use it while you're smudging, take it out and use it during meditations, carry it with you, whatever mm -hmm. way that it resonates. But we just thought going along with, okay, what's everything you need for a really positive yeah. smudge? Selenite to us is definitely an essential. Yeah, it's funny because I my friend just had her birthday yesterday and I gave her a selenite tower. Oh, yeah, awesome. and my other friend. Basically, I just love to gift selenite because it's, Yes. Just like everything that you said. <laughs> yes. We actually, um, Ken and I were so blessed and excited to go to the Tucson Gem Show to try and oh my expand God, our inventory. It was amazing. It was our first time, so we mm -hmm. definitely have some things to learn for next year because there's so much to yeah, see. Yeah, it's like pretty we overwhelming, right? It was, but I mean in a good way. Yeah, we yeah, were just yeah. We went with no expectations and we were just so happy to be there and we feel very strongly that in those, in any situation really, but in that type of a situation that 
we're just gonna go with the flow, enjoy it, and whatever mm -hmm. is meant for us will come to us. Yep. And we got so much awesome stuff, but selenite, we got a lot of selenite. Yeah. It was just like so gorgeous. So we're happy to have this um, in the collection. And then, so as an alternative to smudging, we actually make our own handcrafted signature sacred smudge spray. Mm -hmm. So as an alternative to smudging, you can actually get all the benefits of smudging, but in a spray. Smudge smoke is really potent, mm -hmm. um, and people like me, like I'm sensitive to smoke, I still love it. I like the aroma of it. And, yeah. and definitely, as a side note, I would highly recommend opening a door or window or both when you're smudging because it is very potent. So in addition to ventilating your space energetically, it's also recommended that you can respectfully but firmly invite any negative energies to leave your space through the open door or window. Um, but so if you're someone who, if you're sensitive to smoke or you're somewhere where you can't burn things, you know, maybe like at your, your job or if it's just something that you want to keep with you and have it on the go, we make the smudge spray. So the spray is really cool. It's in a reusable amber glass bottle. Cool. Um, it's leak proof, so that's really good. And the amber glass protects um, the essential oils inside from UV rays, which would mm. break them down faster. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of essential oils. We use sage, lavender, lemon, and geranium oil. Mm. And then in large, larger jars, we also, when we're making the batches, we infuse it with fresh sage, rosemary, palo santo, and karma orchids. Cool. And we also add um, pink Himalayan salt, which amplifies mm. the energy of the spray and is an energetic purifier. And when we're creating them, I have um, clear quartz crystals at home that I meditate with and program the intention mm. into the spray. And then when we put them in the bottles, there's clear quartz chipstones oh, yeah, inside as well. Yeah. Cool. And all of these, we always charge them in sunlight and moonlight, and we infuse Reiki energy into everything that we create, and we set the intention that they be connected with whoever is meant for them, because we're definitely mm -hmm. not. If anyone ever comes to shop with us, you'll see we're absolutely not high-pressure salespeople. We really yeah. believe that these are energetic healing tools and that whoever is meant to connect with them will connect with them. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the intention that we set when we're creating them. So, And you're welcome to give this a try if you want. Oh, yeah. I normally mm -hmm. just, like, I'll spray it. I can also kind of call it, like, energetic perfume, because I also mm -hmm. so I just spray it up and kind of let it fall. Oh, yeah. Just let the mist yeah. kind of fall on you. It's a really good room spray, too. Like, you mm -hmm. can spray it in the room more like a linen spray we spray it on the bed a lot mm -hmm. and you can use it to cleanse your stones too just the only oh, caution yeah. going back to selenite yeah it's one of the only stones um well one, one of, of the few. few stones i should say that can't get wet it's a type of gypsum so it will dissolve in water yeah like a drop of water on it is okay but you definitely don't want to like, run it under water no, or spray it with your spray <laughs> yeah. right because in addition to smudging there are a lot of different ways that you can cleanse your stones but some mm -hmm. people run them under water as well so that's definitely not something you would want to do with selenite yeah. do you want to spray it or would you like me to just spritz you um, uh, can you please switch me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to like okay. spray some up. Oh, well, the wind here. We'll do it this way. Tell me if you get it. Mm, there you go. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. Yay. So you can see. I'll take a little bit myself. <laughs> You're like, oh, might as well. Never say no. <laughs> so as you can see from like having used it, because it's an alternative to smudging with the bundle or the Palo Santo, it's a really light, bright floral scent because I really wanted it to be an alternative where if mm -hmm. you're smudging, you get that really powerful aroma. Oh, yeah. And with this, it's just more of a light, like, ah, oh, refresher. But it's all the same benefits, so it's yeah. really up to you. Um, and then we have our smudge fan that comes in the collection. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Oh I my gosh. You're, yeah, you're welcome to check it out. So I make these, and I would love to tell you about all the elements that are on the fan. So um, if anyone's new to smudging, basically, and this, these basic instructions, oh, great, thank you. Know. 
yeah, the Savannah best. White it. Thank you. Yeah, that's oh, the back. Yeah. And then the amethyst is on the front. But I'll definitely, <laughs> I want I really want to talk about everything that's okay, on there. Okay, I'm super okay. excited. No, go ahead, go ahead. So I'll point them out. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, so if anyone is new to smudging, what you would do is take your bundle or Palo Santo works the same way and you'll light the end of it and it will start to flame or smoke. And then if you need to, you can like shake it or blow it to like actually light, um, extinguish the flame. Mm -hmm. But then the smoke is coming out. That's what you want for smudging. And then um, if I may, you'll yep. just use the fan to disperse the smoke. And I always personally, smudge myself first mm. because I believe that our energy is carried into the rest of the smudge however you're performing mm -hmm. it so smudge yourself first and then if you're gonna do your space or your crystals you can continue on to do that so that's how you would use it but then again if you want to hold it you're welcome to so in addition to clearing negative energy some people believe that it really helps to create a complete experience if you balance the energies of the four elements as well as divine masculine and divine feminine mm. so that would be the four elements are earth air fire and water and then yin and yang is divine feminine and divine masculine so in the elements of the kit whatever you're burning whether it's the bundle or palo santo that represents earth mm -hmm. and then when you light it obviously that represents fire right and then the feathers represent air and there's a seashell on the fan to represent water and the seashells and the feathers are always naturally foraged and we do have some feathers that we're very blessed to have been gifted from local sanctuaries or people mm. who we know that are trusted rehabilitators and caregivers of birds mm. but always we try to really keep compassion in mind when it comes to getting all the <laughs> elements together <Hi>. for creating <laughs> our collections um, and with the seashells so Anyone who is familiar with smudging or if you've seen them in stores, um, abalone shell is a really popularly included element in the yeah. collections, those big rainbow yeah. shells. And Ken and I, um, we have them at home. Um, and when I was researching, um, sourcing abalone to create the collections, my, my kind of proverbial bubble was burst a little bit because I had this notion in my mind that they were washing up on the shore and they were being peacefully yeah. foraged and it turns out that that's actually not the case oh, no. um, over I think that the I, not positive on the number but I think that it's over 98% of abalone that exists is commercially farmed for their meat and shells because oh. abalone was hunted mm -hmm. to the brink of extinction and now they're commercially farmed and so we really believe in compassion for all creatures big and small and we think that the energies of the elements go into that go into the collection are really a big oh, yeah. part of the energies that are going to be utilized or yeah. created when using that so for that reason we actually made a conscious decision not to include abalone so instead we have peacefully foraged seashells that we put on the fans oh. in order to represent the element of water so you still get that balance in what we believe is a really peaceful and compassionate oh, that's way beautiful. yeah thank you and so the feathers represent the element of air in addition mm -hmm. to just using it to disperse the smoke and something really cool in Native American tradition it's believed that our prayers and intentions are channeled up through the hollow shaft and that blessings come back down to us. Mm. So I thought that was really beautiful. And then every fan always has an amethyst crystal. So amethyst, you said selenite is your favorite. Amethyst is my favorite. I love really? all stones, but amethyst is always... You're like, ooh, it just gets me. <laughs> yes, it's my birthstone. The first crystal that I ever got actually was um, an amethyst cluster that belonged to my grandmother who was, our birthdays are two weeks apart. Aww. And that was really special. And my love of crystals, I think, started from okay. there. And amethyst is just always been my favorite and the reason amethyst is included is not just because it's my favorite but we believe it's really well suited because it connects with our third eye which is our center for intuition yeah. and promotes a sense of peace and calm so that's definitely something that we wanted incorporated mm -hmm. into the smudging experience and it's wrapped in copper wire which amplifies the energies of the crystal and then the leaves on here um, in Chinese tradition the leaves of the cosmic tree represent the connection between all living things 
Oh wow! So, so this is a cosmic tree leaf. Just there are leaves um, naturally forage. Oh, just leaves. But in oh, Chinese okay, tradition, gotcha, gotcha. that's what the leaves of the cosmic oh, tree. So it's okay, to gotcha. bring in that symbolism. But when we um, any elements that are wild crafted, like from plants, we really take it very seriously, and we try to put a lot of positive energy and intention into the way that we collect everything. So whether it's Ken or I that are collecting the leaves, we actually stop and meditate, and we ask the plant for permission. Aww. And always make sure to express gratitude when we're collecting leaves. And then if there's ever any elements that we don't use or like after we make our sprays, the things that we pull out of the um, bottle, because we don't include any of the loose um, like sage and rosemary that I was talking about because yeah. we don't want it to clog the sprayers. Yeah, we give it sense. back to nature as well. Aww, that's yeah, thank you. We, we really love to do it that way. So that's what the leaves represent. And then we talked about the seashell and there's snail shells on the back because Ooh, I don't know if you're so familiar. Cute. Yeah, aren't they adorable? <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with sacred geometry, but they represent the or the Fibonacci sequence. Mm, yeah. So for anyone who's not familiar, Google Fibonacci sequence. It's really cool. I'm just um, going to get a little bit closer. Go, you yeah, can keep sure. talking. Okay. Oh, I hit the mic. So <laughs> it's a, um, a geometric, geometric pattern that exists in everything in nature, which is really cool. Ge if you're into sacred geometry or if you're not, maybe you'll oh, get no, into I, it after this video. Sacred. Yes, please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, it, so, and there's three on there also, because as we kind of talked about a little bit with the logo, three is a really sacred number. It represents mm -hmm. the Holy Trinity beginning middle and end heaven earth and waters and if you're into numerology at all and look up number three mm. there's some cool stuff mind body too. spirit too yes mind body spirit exactly and three is my life path number so there's three oh, snail nice. shells on there um, and then it's wrapped in biodegradable biodegradable hemp twine and then at the bottom there's a pine cone the pine so cone cute. is the universal symbol for our pineal gland which biologically oh. is um, our third eye in the center of our brain so that's another cool thing to google if anyone is not familiar with the pineal gland Mm -hmm. And you can look up ways to open your third eye or also it's um, worded as like decalcifying our pineal yeah. gland. We touched upon it a bit with Eric. Yes, I watched it. That was an awesome oh, thank interview. You. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, learned, learned. I learned a lot about him uh, and just any, in general. He's a so. wonderful person and he's one of the um, biggest reasons that I was able to get into all of this stuff Yay. actually. Yeah, he was one of the first people that I connected with when I moved out here. Um, my healing journey definitely... Um, started with moving out to Vegas. It was mm. really beautiful and synchronistic the way that things came um, all into place. When Before I moved here, I was living in Florida and I started around uh, 2010, around that time. Oh, that's okay, thank you. <laughs> around 2010, I started to have, it's actually started with just fatigue, like sinus infections and bronchitis and it continued to worsen and I ended up with some pretty severe chronic health issues and I was working with children as we were talking about a little yeah. bit before we started I did that for 11 years I was a preschool wow. teacher and a preschool director and I loved it but I was getting sick to the point where I wasn't able to keep up Mm -hmm. with my job as much and so I actually even tried just getting a job at the supermarket but I was diagnosed with a condition called hemiplegic migraine. So migraine, I know a lot of people associate migraine with headache which is probably the most common symptom but migraine is actually um, a neurological imbalance and so headache can be one of the mm. symptoms but when you have hemiplegic migraine, when you're having migraine activity, instead of having a headache it's like having a stroke. So oh, like wow. the whole right side of my body is affected so it can be like numbness, tingling, weakness, paralysis. So it can be really difficult to function. And I was trying to work through a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And so a lot, it was just difficult. Like over time, over several years of that, there was a lot of muscle atrophy. So mobility became really difficult. And 
I ended up not being able to do that career anymore, so yeah. I wasn't working, and it was became a really difficult time where I lost my apartment and my car and my pets and my relationship that I had been in ended, which was a blessing. And I have sisters out here, and I actually moved out here to live with my oldest sister that was mm -hmm. gonna help me out for a little while, um, and I didn't wanna come. I wasn't ready to leave and yeah. start new. I wasn't happy with where things were going, but it's been, it's gonna be two years here at the end of this month. Yay. And I am, I can't even believe how blessed that I am. I'm mm -hmm. so happy and grateful. And it's amazing to be able to look back now in retrospect and see how all those challenges were actually lining me up to be exactly where I needed to be. Yeah. Because the trajectory that my life was on, even though I thought I was happy in a lot mm -hmm. of ways, really needed to change. And I wouldn't have ended up here if it wasn't for all those struggles that I had yeah. gone through. And I didn't know there was such a huge vegan community out here, conscious community. Really? Oh. No, I had I'm, no idea. Ooh, cool. Yeah, when I moved out here, it was just such a blessing. And then, you know, I met Ken, who turned mm -hmm. out to be my soulmate, love of my life, Aww, business yay. partner. And as I was saying, like, Eric is one of the first people that I connected with through one of the vegan groups. And when he heard what was going on with me, and um, he reached out to me in tears, actually. Like, he's such a beautiful person. And he you know that he's truly a healer because he knew my situation and that I wasn't able to work. Because he's a knower. <laughs> he's a knower. Yeah. And I was in a really dark place. And he reached out to me and he said, you know, I just, I'm called, I have to help you if you're open to it I would love to do Reiki with you Aww. and our relationship started that way and from our first session it was amazing and I really felt when I first started learning about energy healing I didn't really understand it mm -hmm. and I actually had a reaction where I was a little defensive at first mm. because I thought I was being told that it was my fault that I was sick but when I was understanding that energy healing means that all of our chakras serve a different purpose and when they're out of balance or blocked it creates physical manifestation so yep. we're in charge of doing the soul work mm -hmm. to balance our chakras and then it can create wellness and when I understood what it really meant it became super empowering because I had spent so many years asking doctors to help me and heal yeah. me and all these pills that I was taking wasn't solving any of my problems and it was giving me a lot of side effects and by the time I got here I was really in a, a place of desperation yeah and when I met him, that was really my first experience with energy work, and it was just phenomenal, Yay. magical, journeying into that. And a lot of this is things that Eric has taught me. So thank you, Eric. Yay! And um, being able to really find a passion in it and create something and being able to share it with other people has been amazing. And something that I really love about it is that I don't claim to be an expert. Ken and I, neither of us do, but I think that's part of the reason that it actually seemed kind of perfect to, to create this business and to do this is because we really want people to believe or to understand that you don't have to be an expert in mm -hmm. order to take this and make it your own. Yeah. We all resonate with it in different ways. We should all have access to it if there's something that resonates with you or that can help you feel healed or whole or complete or centered, mm -hmm. that we all deserve to have that. And we're all teachers and we can all learn yep. from each other too. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't really a business until um, I connected with Ken and he and I connected really synchronistically too. We met um, two years ago on Thanksgiving through mutual friends. Mm -hmm. And um, we were just kind of acquaintances, knew each other. And then um, through the Crystal Group, which 
quick side note, if anyone would like to join us, we have our group is called LVV Crystal Cave. We're on Facebook cool. um, and we talk about crystals. We do monthly meetups. It is a vegan group, but you do not have to be vegan to join the group. Anyone is welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to join. Yes, please. <laughs> we would really love to have you. The more the merrier. We do monthly meetups. And again, you don't have to be vegan to join. No one's going to ridicule you if you're not vegan. It's a really loving, basically the only rule in the group is, is love. Yeah. It's really loving, inclusive, and welcoming, but it was started from a few friends who are vegan through friends in the vegan group and at our meetups we usually do lunch and or a potluck depending on what the event is and all the mm-hmm. food is always vegan Yay. but everyone is welcome yeah it's really fun um, our next meetup coming up actually Eric is doing a private sound ascension circle mm. exclusively for group members our and meetups there. are on the first <laughs> Saturday of the month yeah where it's gonna be at Juicy Beats and then Wait, did that, that already passed though, right? he does his own he him and Colleen and he does some individually um, yeah. They do it twice a month. Yeah. Yes. And but he's actually doing this one is just exclusively for our group. But the first Saturday already passed, right? So of, of the coming month. It's for it's for April. We are. We oh, just, April. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's um, the sorry, March I don't understand your question. Yeah. No, yeah. So March already happened. We just <laughs> had. Yep. Yeah, we just had our March meetup. We went to um, Silver Post in downtown Summerland, uh, and then we oh, went to um, Vegan Bites for lunch. It was really fun. Was Kim there? No, I haven't met Kim. Okay, just kidding. Maybe. That's Some okay. cross Facebook posts. Yeah, that I know, but I remember people, seeing yes. yours. <laughs> so as a side note, yes, we would love to have anyone join us. And so um, Ken and I had met. We were acquaintances, and then he started coming to some of the meetups. So it was mm. nice to see him and interact a little bit more. And then. Um, the same mutual friends who had introduced us, actually, I made her a fan for her birthday because I wasn't Aww. selling them or anything. And yeah. I had some friends that were encouraging me to, you know, you should sell these. And I was kind of like, no, you yeah. know. And I made one for her birthday and he was there and he had said like, wow, this is really beautiful. Do you mm-hmm. sell these? And I said, no, I don't. And he's like, well, I have a friend that I think would really love one and I want to buy it for her. Can I buy one? Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. And I tried to give it to him for free and he wouldn't take it. Yeah. So he um, came over to pick it up and he stayed for like I think five hours Aww. and we were just talked and connected and it was just like amazing just beautiful. and every day for several months after that we just talked for like hours and mm-hmm. hours and it was like like with everything in our relationship the business kind of just happened and fell into place there wasn't yeah. a ton of conversation about how are we going to do this like he encouraged me a lot and, yeah. and and was a big part of giving me the the strength and, and the courage to kind of show myself yeah. and show these things that I was making but it became a business, I think, mm-hmm. when he came into the picture. And the jewelry that he makes is really beautiful. And mm-hmm. we're just having so much fun yeah. together doing, like... balance each other out. Like, he's the business mind. Is he the business mind side of, like, We the We both are, but he, both are. he's... Well, he's super... I would say... So, yes, he is the business mind. He's very business-minded. He's owned his own business in the past, so he definitely understands more of the big-picture stuff. Um, but with my background, I'm able to do a lot of, like, our social media and marketing yeah. and, like... The, I don't know if it's more the behind the scenes yeah. stuff, but he definitely is business minded and thankfully he's very, very strong. So yeah. he, he carries all the heavy stuff. <laughs> and I mean, the craftsmanship that he puts into his jewelry is amazing. And he's a big part of creating these as well. I mean, he helps like put, put everything together, like all the mm-hmm. intricate details. He's yeah. so meticulous. And when we put Reiki energy into things, we always do it together. Aww. And that's our next adventure. We actually just got our Reiki level two attunements Yay, on 222 thank Yay. you oh on 222 yes we did that on purpose because we believe in the power of numbers and so 
We're really excited about that and we know that what we're doing now is just a first step in the direction of really where we want to be and following our purpose. Yeah. So we're excited in the future, I mean hopefully by the end of the year to be able to expand what we're doing to include mm -hmm. offering Reiki services oh, to amazing. people. Yeah, so I think I covered everything that's in the collection. So this is our deluxe collection mm -hmm. and we also have a mini collection Yay. too. So the mini collection, we got these cute little boxes. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, thank you. And so there's a pamphlet in this one too and um, I'll just pull this out really quick. So there's just comes a spray in here and a Palo Santo stick. And then this one has a selenite palm stone. Ooh. So that's the mini collection. Yeah, so and there's cute. a pamphlet in there as well that goes over everything as far as like what it is and mm -hmm. what's in there. So we have the deluxe and mini collections. And then something else cool that I just thought I would show because I know you said you're into crystals and we were talking about like chakras and mm -hmm. meditation and stuff. We have a bunch, but I thought this was something really cool to share that we have these chakra crystal sets. So we were really excited. Those. We actually yeah. found these in Tucson because we had them before, but we kind of like improved upon the stones that we had because the nice. shape of these are really nice yeah, and flat. Yeah, they're really flat. I like that. Which is perfect because I'm super into chakra meditations. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've ever done those, but I really enjoyed doing that with crystals. Mm -hmm. So you can, I lay and do it and you put um, a crystal on each chakra and as you're meditating, the mm. crystals interact with the energies of your chakras and so then it doesn't, create that it doesn't balance. fall because yeah. it's flat. <laughs> right. And so we were doing it with um, pocket stones like personally and then when we originally created these sets, we were using pocket stones and we mm -hmm. were so pumped to find these in Tucson because they lay really well yeah. on the chakras but you don't have to use oh, I'm sorry I'm kind of holding it over <laughs> here like, <"That's> good for <laughs> me. No, I'm just kidding <laughs> so yeah you don't have to uh, meditate with them with crystals it's really the same thing with crystals we tell everybody that it's however it resonates with you with you you yeah. can carry them you can keep them in the bag put them on your desk work with one at a time yeah and we talk a lot about um, crystals and and stuff for beginners at um, we offer free parties so if anyone's interested, it's something that it's, there's no catch, no obligation. We'll just mm -hmm. come to you, set up at your home or at your business. And we talk about crystals, chakras, energy oh, healing, so cool. smudging. We lead a guided meditation. And then we do have our inventory available to shop from. Mm -hmm. And um, Custom Cakes by Rachel does um, samples of her vegan treats there as well. Oh, so we have cool. refreshments. And yeah, it's really fun. And we talk more about crystals as far as like the basics of what healing crystals are, what they do, mm -hmm. how to cleanse, charge, and program them, mm -hmm. different ways you might like to incorporate them into your meditation routines or your everyday life. And I mean, I could definitely... You're just like, I can go hours on hours. I, I could. <laughs> it's really fun being able to connect with like-minded people and talk mm -hmm. about this kind of stuff. But Ken and I talk about a lot that one of our favorite parts actually of doing this business so far has been connecting with people who are not familiar with smudging yeah it's been really cool we actually have had on more than one occasion people will come out to some of the local events that we're doing where we have a table and be like I saw your stuff on Facebook and I don't know what smudging is like I had to come and find out and it's like oh yeah it's so cool that's the most amazing and to or, or people that just happen to be walking by and are like what What's that's this? pretty what is it yeah and to be able to talk to them about it and then have people be like wow that sounds really cool mm -hmm. and even you know if they buy something that's great so you know that they're going to be able to take it home and connect with it and really yeah. start that practice but even if someone just says like I'm gonna go look that up it's like so exciting yeah. I feel that we really recognize how blessed that we are to be able to spend our time doing what we love mm -hmm. and to help bring a passion to other people that we truly believe mm -hmm. is healing and enriches other people's lives yeah. and really promotes a sense of love and positivity so 
it's just so much fun and thinking back on like the struggles that I've moved through which obviously I'm still having struggles now I'm working through mm -hmm. things um, yeah. health wise we but all have struggles <laughs> absolutely yeah. but to be able to see where I was to where I've come now mm -hmm. in so many different ways yep. I just feel so blessed and it's like I almost can't believe that this mm -hmm. is my life and to meet people like you and to be yeah. able to talk about just like conscious awakening and it's amazing and we really believe that the shift is happening and so many people mm -hmm. are really coming back to their center and becoming more spiritually minded and finding ways to heal and promote love and positivity yeah. in ways that resonate with them and making these amazing connections and Vegas is such an amazing place to be for that there's such a sense yeah. of community here and all creatives and business owners are really coming together and supporting one another mm -hmm. and doing all these cool projects it really feels like there's a family here with its arms around you and everyone just wants each other to succeed yeah. and there's so much love it's just Awesome. I, it's just really ironic because you know Vegas, Sin City, blah. Yes. But there's actually, yeah, like you said, there's actually a really big spiritual community here. There is, and I think that there's a reason that light workers are are drawn here. And I've mm -hmm. met so many amazing people. It's mm -hmm. just, I love, I love it here. I yeah. didn't, I had no idea that Vegas was so amazing. Yeah. It's just so awesome. I used to, to I, well, I've lived here for 20 years now. Actually. Wow. <laughs> just realized that but yeah I used to hate living here and I just didn't understand why anyone would live here but now where I am now I'm so I can't really see myself anywhere else right. for now at least because it's just there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of opportunities here and there's a lot of people yeah. just working together right and I've heard stories from other cities saying that it's more like cutthroat and we are, there aren't more collaborative and I'm just like wow it's really surprising that Las Vegas it, it is really like that. Is. One, I know like for me before I moved here, I definitely thought, okay, it's the strip and sand. Yep. And I just didn't know much yep. about it when I got here. But exactly like you said, like now it feels like home. Mm -hmm. And there is such a sense of community here. And like you said, like everyone is just collaborating and there are so many opportunities. And I definitely um, miss the beach being from yeah. Florida. I would say that's the one thing. It actually came up in my Facebook memories yesterday, like a picture or video that I took oh, actually at the beach of just the waves coming in. and. Oh, I definitely, I miss the beach, so I'll need to make a trip there soon, but really, Vegas feels like yeah. home. It's just so amazing how the universe can have these plans for us that we could never see coming and that we didn't expect, yep. but when we just open ourselves to it, mm -hmm. everything just starts it to just flow comes. in it abundance. Just yes. yes. Yeah, I've been really trying to be big on, not trying, I am being really yes, big. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I'm being really big on abundance because there's just... I'm at a time right now where I'm kind of like teeter-tottering on some things, but I just need to step back and be like, no, just, you know, just leap and let the net appear and the abundance will come. So It's a really big lesson in trust. And mm -hmm. I, that's really exciting that you're doing that. And I love that you eliminated trying to. It's so yeah. hard to break those patterns of the way that we think and the way that we speak. And, you mm -hmm. know, like our words are our energies that come into reality. So to be really mindful with our speech and say, no, I'm not trying to do it. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. You are creating that reality I right am. there. So you're manifesting abundance. And that shift, though, is really a challenge. And it's something that I, Ken and I both um, struggled with and still struggle with, honestly, like in making the leap into doing something like this. Because yeah. for me, it was really perfect because I'm not able to do a nine to five job and I'm mm -hmm. able to do something creative that I can do from home and work at my mm -hmm. own pace so that's really great um, but I know for Ken moving from like he was in real estate and he's owned his own business and then moving into this type of 
I guess you could call it an alternative business mm -hmm. or lifestyle where it's something we're creating ourselves from nothing and it's really outside of the system that we're used to being programmed to strive to attain for, you yeah. know, there is that sense of worry like, is this going to work? Are we going to be okay? And it's been a really beautiful lesson in trusting that if we follow our purpose and our passion that the universe is going to provide us with abundance and to move from a fear-centered lack perspective into a gratitude-based abundant perspective mm -hmm. and just knowing that we do believe in the power of love and connection and positivity and the mm -hmm. healing capabilities of what we're offering and what we want to bring to people and that if we follow that that abundance will come too yeah. but it is a constant practice you know I mean we're all only human and these systems, you know, it's been, you know, for me, 33 years of being conditioned to believe that you need mm -hmm. a certain type of lifestyle to be successful or to make money or yep. just, you know, just to be okay. And when you can learn to let go of that, though, I'm really beginning to experience such a sense of freedom and joy that really, I mean, I've, I've been happy and very blessed in my life, but the deeper sense of joy, knowing that you really can follow your passions and mm -hmm. do what you believe in and things that not only are healing for you but that you can touch other people we had um one of our free parties that we did um we had uh, led the meditation and there was a woman in the meditation who was actually moved to tears and she Aww. came up and hugged me afterward and she said this doesn't happen to me like i don't get emotional in meditation and i'm so grateful for this experience and to have connected with you and mm -hmm. to have experiences like that or people that will just come up and talk to you or message and reach out after we've connected maybe at an event or online or whatever and to to give feedback like that and say this has really touched my life and made a difference and helped me connect with who i want to be and my centered mm -hmm. sense of wellness is like so rewarding yeah it really is when i when i first started my podcast there are some people that would dm me i don't even know who they were but they one person like sent me this really long message she's like i found you on spotify but now i know that i didn't that i stumbled upon you for a reason and i'm going through a rough time but thank that's you for beautiful. that i was like oh my god you're gonna make me cry i don't even know who you are that's amazing but, just those moments i'm just super grateful for because it's kind of also that little nudge just like no keep going Absolutely. keep doing it you're doing like like you said following your purpose and yes everything will just flow i'd still do have problems with you know trusting myself and having those worries Absolutely. sometimes so that's just the human experience yes and just letting go of that fear and, and just making sure that you're doing you're okay like you're, yes. you're just where you need to be right now yes ken says everything is perfect yes that's what he always says ironically i never believed in perfect before but you know now i do well i think <laughs> it's a matter of perspective too and looking at that with the saying everything is perfect that doesn't mean that everything is okay and everything always has to feel good but just mm. knowing on a larger universal scale that everything is perfect the struggle that you're going through is perfect because it's giving you the lessons that you need to mm -hmm. be who you're supposed to be for the yeah. next moment and the next challenge things that didn't work out for you the way that you planned is perfect because it's opening a space for you to move into mm -hmm. a greater opportunity that's going to 
serve your highest good even more. So we try to keep that in mind and he's super supportive and we remind each other of that all the time that yeah. everything is perfect. And like you said, it's a constant struggle and a challenge. That, but I gotta write that down. Everything <laughs> is perfect. Yes, I'll send it to you. But I think it's so beautiful what you're doing. I was really excited to learn about your podcast and when we met, like your energy is just so like bright and contagious and like you definitely are like a talker, which is cool. Like I knew when I met you that you're someone that I enjoyed talking to. So when you said you did podcast, I was mm. like, oh, that's so perfect yeah. to sit down and have conversations with people in the way that you can connect people and you can also make the topic of conscious awakening really accessible to people and mm. something that maybe people weren't familiar with or don't know about. They can go on YouTube and just kind of check it out or that they want to connect with other people mm -hmm. and learn more. It's so cool that you're doing that. So thank you. I, I know you're saying it's like a process that you're moving through so thank you for inviting yeah. me and for sharing this gift with others because we do need more people that are brave enough you know to step out and do yeah. what they feel that they really want to be doing yeah and I can feel that I, I say the same way for you like when I first met you you were very bubbly and we like I said earlier we were talking for like a good like 30 minutes straight I feel like yeah and it was wonderful yeah and she was actually the one <laughs> Well, you were telling me the story of being vegan because I was when I met her, I told her that I was very conflicted with myself because mm. I do work in an industry where I eat different types of food, but right. I do want to be more conscious. And when she was telling me her story about what was your mom or your grandma? Was it your grandma that said you'll be like you know when the time is right when you are oh, shifting? It's my aunt. That was your aunt. Yes, Sorry. Aunt. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where the story was going because I couldn't remember specifically our conversation. But yes, I'm very blessed because in my journey to veganism, um, my younger sister and my aunt were really my role models. And I had that same type of experience. And I remember that what you're referring to is the conversation I had with her where I loved, I admired her sense of compassion and her lifestyle, but it didn't seem realistic to me or attainable yeah, and I had like I love me <laughs> I did yeah and uh, I remember saying that to her like I know I'm a good person but I just don't when I eat steak I just don't feel bad, bad. and that makes yeah. me feel like maybe there's something wrong with me because I hear what you're saying and I'm very analytical logically minded person and it makes sense mm -hmm. but I just don't feel bad so I don't know if I can ever go vegan and I know that I'm a good person and I have a big heart like I just and her response was to me perfection. She was like, you know, that's okay. She said, you you will make the connection in time. When you're ready, it will happen for you. Take mm -hmm. your time. And she was absolutely right. And now, I can't believe that I my the once my perspective shifted, it was hard to believe that I had ever had any other perspective than having compassion for like. I would never now eat another living being. Mm -hmm. But for her to have that patience and compassion for me and understand that we're all on a journey and everything is perfect and we yeah. get there in our own time, that patience and support is what I needed. Yeah. And that really stuck to me. I mean, I'm talking about it now because I feel like I am going through that shift now. That's I, so exciting. I, I, I haven't eaten meat in like five days, so I'm like proud oh, of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you too. That's really exciting. Yeah. Every day helps. Every meal helps. Mm -hmm. That's really exciting. Yeah. Good for you. And I think um, I noticed for myself over time that I felt a lot better when I switched my diet. So. Um, one of the first things I cut out was dairy because long before I went vegan I started making dietary adjustments because of my health issues and one of the first triggers I identified was dairy mm -hmm. or I thought so I was doing like a migraine journal and like elimination diet 
I cut out dairy and I have not had one sinus infection since. I was chronic oh, sinus wow. infections and bronchitis. And this is not an exaggeration. I was literally on antibiotics more often than I was off them because I was so constantly sick and just trying to cope wow. and keep working. Mm -hmm. um, since I stopped eating dairy, I have not had one sinus infection. And I was very overweight. And just from stopping eating dairy, I lost like between 50 and 60 pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is too, um, a lot of people think that vegans just eat salad, but I mean, since transitioning, Ken and I eat probably a lot more burgers than we should. We love the Beyond Burger. Yeah, um, oh, me too. Shout out to Veggie Street. Uh, yeah, we eat burgers, ice cream, like Ben and Jerry's has vegan flavors. So mm -hmm. you really can, I mean, absolutely eating healthfully. I think as we're talking about spirituality, I do believe that there's merit in eating healthfully. And yeah. I have friends who are really great moral models as far as doing cleanses and raw diets and, and fruits and things like that. And I am moving towards that, but yeah. I'm in a space right now where I'm really enjoying my time and enjoying my foods. And if you're interested in possibly transitioning to veganism, I do think it's really important knowing that there are really delicious, comparable, satisfying vegan yeah. options. And this is a great city to be vegan. And if anybody has um, any questions about ve being vegan or going vegan or experimenting with it, I would really like for people to know that they can always consider me a resource if you reach out to me on Facebook I'll always be supportive Yay. and not judgmental um, there's a post on my um, Facebook page that I created I think last year and I compiled um, a whole list of references so it's links oh, to wow. like um, different YouTube clips and documentaries and vegan activists and like recipe pages and vegan apps and stuff just for beginners websites things that yeah. might be helpful like so. a one-on-one -on -one, 101 yeah, yeah but I mean individually too anyone can always message me I would love to talk more about that and that's kind of also part of what our um, crystal group is about, LVV mm -hmm. Crystal Cave. It's definitely no pressure, but it's an environment where if you do participate and come to the meetups, you have access to try this really delicious vegan food or snacks mm -hmm. or whatever once a month so that you can experiment with, a little, with it a little bit in a no pressure environment, no judgment environment, really friendly and loving and see that it is delicious and it is attainable. It took me a really long time to transition once I decided I was gonna go vegan. Um, it probably took me about a year of incorporating mm. vegan recipes and doing like meatless Mondays and I, there's no one right way like I keep saying with everything but yeah. um, a lot of people I kind of did it backwards to what I think most people do is mm -hmm. where people are usually go vegetarian and then vegan yeah I had already cut out dairy and eggs like several years prior for my health reasons. Oh, is that usually like the last step? Usually, usually. yeah. Or, pe I mean, again, I don't know that there is a usually, but I would say popularly, at least in my experience, what I've heard is people go vegetarian and mm. then they go full vegan. Yeah. Or that's kind of like, you know, baby steps or whatever. Yeah. And any step in the right direction, my belief is any step in the right direction is to be praised. If you're trying and you're wanting to make a difference, that's great. Meatless yeah. Monday, that's great. I really think that, and for me, that's what I needed to make those steps and I made it there mm -hmm. you know we're all wall doing our part but I had cut those things out and meat it took me probably like another year because I was definitely one of those people that I was like I could never go vegan yeah. I love meat and I still love meat the thing is I haven't stopped eating meat I've just stopped eating animals I eat plant-based meats now that yeah. are really satisfying and filling that I can enjoy because I know that there's compassion involved you mm -hmm. know so yeah definitely I just I could I could be a resource if anyone has questions or wants to reach out I will always do my best to help you and if there's anything that I can't help you with I'll try and point you in the direction of where yeah. you can get help and answers no thank you yeah absolutely yeah our conversation definitely is one of the big deciding factors of like making that first step because oh, I'm, I'm also I'm not going vegetarian like trying to go 
I'm going pescatarian. Yeah. <laughs> so trying again. <laughs> but That's yeah, great. baby steps, like you said. Uh, well, but, thank you. I'm really excited to hear that, and I'm very proud of you. That's awesome. Well, it's only been five days. <laughs> Still, I mean, honestly, truly, every day is great. Every meal is great. So definitely, um, if I could offer any advice, I would really say to be patient with yourself, be gentle with yourself, and really connect with your sense of compassion and gratitude, because I think that veganism is a lifestyle, and it's based on compassion. Mm -hmm. And I think that just like everything else in life it really begins with us and so if you're showing that sense of compassion to yourself and being mm -hmm. gentle with yourself and knowing that you're doing your best and you're trying and you will get there that it really can help it become an easier transition because it can seem really overwhelming when you start but once you get into the swing of it it honestly is much easier than a lot of people might think or than it might seem at the beginning mm -hmm. and there's going to be accidents and slip-ups like for me i've been vegan for full vegan for over a year or two years i have to think about that for a second i'm You're not like, sure a long time it's, it's <laughs> been a while and um just recently i was eating uh crackers that i had grabbed at whole foods and i had eaten several of the crackers and it wasn't a brand i usually got but i was at a different whole foods and i got this dip and yeah there was milk in the crackers You're and i was like no. oh and it was a health food brand so and i'm usually super careful about the labels but it was, it was an accident, it was a slip up. Like mm -hmm. I'm usually very conscious. You're not beating yourself up. No, I'm not beating myself up about it. I just need to know for next time, Yeah. you know? So just be patient with yourself and you'll get there. And it's very exciting that you're, you're trying. I mean, you're helping your body, you're helping our environment, you're helping mm -hmm. the animals and really promoting that sense of compassion. So it's really exciting. Yeah. It, I, it helps a lot too that I think at least half of the people that I have had a conversation with on this podcast is vegan so it's yeah. been cool to learn little bits and pieces of like how they kind of started their journey and there's so many different ways to do it I mean I know that that's like I keep repeating that but honestly if people can take one thing away from me I think it's that there's no one right way all of our journeys are different and what resonates with you and feels right for you is right for you mm -hmm. and I think that you were saying so many different people you know have gone vegan that you've talked to and I don't think it's a coincidence that you're doing a conscious awakening podcast and that, that has been the case oh yeah um, because I guess the point that I'm getting at is that in my situation I have no doubt that transitioning to a vegan diet was a huge step in my spiritual journey mm -hmm. and helped me to access deeper parts of my spirituality and my compassion that I think um, I, I wasn't as connected to before because really what we put in our bodies on a spiritual and energetic level manifest in who we are and the experiences that we have in the world like I know a lot of people maybe haven't considered that perspective yet but if you're eating you're consuming death and yeah. the fear of those animals you know before they've been killed that's becoming a part of you if you're really looking at energies and mm -hmm. I never thought of it that way and honestly I don't know if I ever even really thought of it that way while I was transitioning it's almost more in retrospect because I began to notice some of the other changes subsequently that were happening within myself yeah and now I can say with certainty looking back that that was a huge step for me in my spiritual journey Yay. yeah so I'm very grateful Well, that was a great and you know because it's actually already been an hour <laughs> oh, it's time has gone by so fast I've loved chatting with you yeah I love chatting with you. I feel like I was just 
kind of sitting here in a lecture, but it was no, but it was like amazing. <laughs> okay. that was just not not a bad thing. Maybe my <laughs> teaching background. No, 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 no. But that's amazing. Like I really did learn a lot, and I feel like whoever does listen to it will take out take a lot from this. Wonderful. You just I I learned so much, and hopefully thank you. I'm really glad, and yeah. I appreciate you having me so much. And really, if anyone has any questions about smudging or crystals or energy healing or veganism, please feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can find me on Facebook. Um, Prism Sacred Smudging Collections is on Facebook and Instagram. Um, our Facebook group is LVV Crystal Cave, so you can feel free to join that as well. Um, and I, I'm open to talking to anyone and everyone. Yay. And this is definitely, this lifestyle is for everyone. So in whatever way that it resonates with you, I would love to be able to talk to people more about that and mm -hmm. connect them with a practice that they'll find deeper healing in. And we can find you in person because you have a lot of pop-ups around Yes, town. yep. On our yep. page, our next pop-up is going to be um, this coming Friday at Fetish Spa Parlor um, downtown on Fremont Street. It's a treat yourself pampering pop-up. So there'll be free vegan hand treatments, Girl Scout cookies, which there is a vegan option, mm -hmm. um, acrylic pour paintings, and then we'll be there too. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'll put all their description links in the below. Yes. Comments. Oh my God. I'm slipping up again. All the links. Just go. All the, all It'll the be links. there. Just look down just there. Just look down. All the links. Description. Get yeah, you can get it. It's just real. <laughs> but thank you again. Yeah, that was thank amazing. You so much. Um, is there anything else that you want to say before we head out? Um, I I think that we've we've covered everything. I know we didn't have a solid plan, but I really enjoyed no, that the conversation. Really, yeah, that really so. flowed really well. Great, so thank you. I'm yeah, hopefully we covered everything. Hopefully anybody that's listening or watching found something of value. And if there's any questions or you just want to chat and connect, please reach out to us yes. anytime. Thank you for listening, and then thank you for being here. And yes. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.